Hello everyone, and welcome to the show. My guest today is my good friend Jordan Alexson. Honestly, this episode is us just catching back up, bullshitting a little bit, and he honestly left me speechless by his story of how he almost killed himself. So buckle your seatbelts, sit back, and enjoy, and thank you for being with us. Stallions. Yeah, at some point, some point getting there towards the end there was probably, was probably it. Were you in the, the first indoor workout for the, what was the new game? The Raiders. The Raiders. No. Nope. We had all the coaches? No, I was done. Done by then? Oh, that's the week. It your knees, right? No, no. no. I, uh, I was kicked off. They, they took me off. Why? They, uh, so, funny story. Uh, so, right before then we had the, the first a uh, little economy crash there that just kind of never rebooted. Yeah. And uh, I lost my job during that point. And I picked up part-time work at a grocery store where I was only doing maybe like 15, 20 hours a week. And I really wasn't making really any money at all. And so I kind of had this, well, I was talking with Tristan and he was kind of like, oh, make a go find me. And I was like, you know what, dude? That's a great idea. I'm gonna do that. I see that. <laughs> <laughs> so I go on and make this thing, and I'm just the title is help a help a broke kid play play football this year. And uh, so I'm like, it kind of looks like a joke, but it, it really wasn't a joke at all. Yeah. And I kind of figured like I have a lot of like uh, family and stuff on Facebook that I'm sure will see this and be like, okay, like I'll I'll help him play football this year. Like it's okay, you know, throw him a couple bucks, right? And that was up there for me about all of 20 minutes. And then I'm getting inbox messages from Rick Knight, who ran that team. And he was just like, I think this is very unprofessional. This is very unbecoming of an intermediate football player. Um, and I was just kind of like, well, I understand, like, you know, where you're coming from. I know she looks dope, but it really is not a joke yeah. at all. And, you know, try to tell them what was going on, and we kind of went back and forth about it for a couple of days, and then it was just dead silence for probably about four days leading up to it was Super Bowl Super Bowl Fifty that year, and we had a it was a team little team function that we were doing at the brew house on the south side, yeah. so we didn't talk for a few days leading up to the Super Bowl. And the day of the game, he messaged me. He's like, "Hey, are you going to? You're going to be there tonight?" And I was like, "Yeah, of course." You know, like, no worries, right? Of course, I'll be there. And he's like, "Hey, I'll just make sure you check in when we get there and stuff." Okay, cool. And then we get there. He 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 didn't come, so it was ended up being just a few of us that were there. And uh, that was the day. The day after the game, he was talking to me. He's like, "Yeah, you're not. Uh, you're not going to be on this team." And uh, I kind of took, I kind of, I took the high road at first. I was like, okay, well, you know, like I didn't, I didn't really want to go play for the stars at that point. Yeah. Because I didn't know a how much am I going to play. Mm-hmm. 
because um, I know they had some ballers over there. And, and, and sorry, and for people who don't know, uh, we're talking about the AFL, which is the Alberta Football League, not to be confused with the Australian Football League, because they're way better. Or, or the Arena Football League. The Arena Football League. So it's uh, basically, it's like contact uh, adult football, um, basically 18 and up people can play, and you basically play for free, you sign up to play like a rec score, and you get your brains bashed in. So. And it's supposed to be anyone who pays can, can be on the team, but it's not like usually the teams around. So if we go on, sorry, so A, you know. Yeah, I didn't know, um, you know, playing time, I knew they had some balls over there. And B, I didn't really know how to be treated in the locker room, kind of coming over from the, the crosstown rival, yeah. you know. And uh, so I just kind of was like, you know what? Um, you know, I was like, you know, I'm gonna kind of just focus on my job, you know, and uh, just, I was really stressed out about that, and obviously I wasn't making very much money. So you know, I'm just just not gonna play. You know, like that's mm-hmm. that's it. You know, I'm just, I'm just I'm just done, and that's kind of what I just gave off for a bit. And everyone was kind of like, well, like what's what's going on? You know, I'm just you know, I'm just done. I'm just done. You know, um, I didn't really like a lot of the things that happened towards the end of the stallions. Yeah, how things broke down, and I thought I felt a little bad for Jeremy. Yeah. Oh man, no, I think the only reason why I was on the stallions is because the team, like personally, like, I like Jeremy as a guy, but as a player coach, I very much disliked him. Oh man. Yeah, there was there was a lot of things that was just like, oh man, like what are we doing here? You know, even just, um, even with Foster too, we had Foster who was, he was a good enough guy, don't get me wrong, but we remember we were playing, uh, I think we were playing the Bucks and we were down late and uh, we are and we just crossed midfield and we're going to a pretty key second down and he pulled me off. He put me on for it. Didn't, didn't run the right play and he got thrown to it and he didn't even know. So he turned the ball over. Mm-hmm. It was ridiculous. But um, yeah, p- player coaches in this league, I don't like it. Yeah. You know, I think each team needs to have set coaches who don't play it. Exactly. You know, like don't be on the field when you coach because it's a different perspective, right? You be on the field and be like, oh, let's run this, it's going to work. And it's, it's totally not how it pans out. Yeah. And my frustration was is uh, I played receiver and never really played receiver, to be honest, but I think you guys told me out a bunch. I was just kind of athletic. Yeah, you were, uh, yeah, you were in line yeah. in school. Yeah. yeah, I didn't play football for a couple of years. And Jeremy was the head coach and he would, you know, run practices, but then every game would be the starter receiver. And I was like, I never got to play because he played like, oh man, he's always got hurt. And then, <laughs> and then we went to format and then he didn't even play. I mean, I played. Oh, that, that format game was something else. We, were down we like, lost the entire team that day. Down like 13 oh, people by this third quarter. That was rough. Yeah. Nah, I, even, I even know about that game. Yeah. That's when I tore my, tore my rotary cuff in that game. Oh man. It was wild. Uh, and we all on the road trips, always got her on the wrong long road trips. Yeah. Grand Prairie, my first year, you didn't play, you didn't play the game. No, I didn't play the one Yeah, yeah. We went up to Grand Prairie my first year, the year before. And same thing, last game of the season, tournament MCL and LCL on the right knee. Oh, it was totally worthless game. You know, like we we were not making the playoffs. Yeah. We were like one in six or one in seven. Like, or, yeah. we're not, no, and this is just. I went up because, you know, we were at risk of losing the team because guys said they weren't going. So it was just like, I'm a team guy, I'll go. Yeah. Whatever. No regrets. No regrets. Absolutely not. The uh, the parties after were pretty fun. Yeah. Well, I remember the rookie party of my year and it was the dress year. Ooh. Remember the 
That was a rough night. <laughs> that was a rough night for me. Oh man, and then uh, next year I was at a rookie party for the Cats and uh, the Wildcats, and we had to do uh, Daisy Dukes and um, plaid like bra shirts basically. Oh, yeah. hot. Yeah. I bet you look great in that. Well, I wore, I had like regular shorts, but I didn't have Daisy Dukes, so okay. I forgot what I was wearing that. Okay. And one of my teammates said he's going to cut them for me, and then basically half my ass is hanging on my hairy ass. <laughs> oh, and I guess, I don't think I made it because sometimes the penny white drink I could throw up. So uh, I have like the red drink, but then obviously the required we have to do like this shock pyramid, we have to repeat this thing. Oh. And and I was no I was doing good. I didn't mess up. I did like a sequence every time we drink. And then I was like the last row, and I just say like, oh man, this is easy. And then uh, I also yeah, my two people were the quarterbacks, and I was receiver. So they're like, oh bad mistake, and they close their eyes. And yeah. And then if you, if you like, don't respond to the bets in a certain way, you have to push up. So yeah, I remember kind of doing that in high school. I went to uh, the only party I ever went to in high school was my grade twelve year, and it was like all the other grade twelve was like, "Oh, you gotta make the rookies do shit," and I'm like, "What do you mean make them do shit? I don't make them. Just want to hang out. Fuck. <laughs> in fact, can't make them embarrass them. I want to fucking hang out and just drink. You yeah, know? it's not about embarrassing people." So sorry, are you playing in the NFL again? <laughs> I am actually. Uh, yeah, I was supposed to uh, supposed to be in this year, but you know, the league uh, they canceled the season a couple yeah. months ago. Probably, probably the right move, yeah. you know, not, not, uh... So are you coming back the 2021 summer? Yeah, yeah, we'll be back to 2021. Oh, okay, good. Mm-hmm. Even CFL's not playing this year. Yeah, CFL's got canceled, actually. Oh, it was late last night, or today. The CFL, but... Yeah, it was kind of inevitable at this point, you know. Thank goodness for NFL. They're playing. Yeah, they're, they're really going to try. I don't, I don't know how long it's going to last, to be, to be brutally honest with you. I don't know. I think they might run into some roadblocks too once they start playing and because I mean basically, you know, a case or two here basically would, would shut the league down. So they're playing uh they're definitely playing playing a risky game here. But you know, I hope I hope that it all works out because I'm dying for some football and you know the Oilers totally fucked up. Yeah. <laughs> they shit the bed. They still suck. I need some football on the TV. Yeah. Oh man, yeah. But like the NFL, I hope it works out because again, I love football. I never used to love football, even not watching football, but then as soon as I start watching the NFL top one hundred, I was just hooked again. I wanna be outside like running routes just for fun and have you ever been to an NFL game? I haven't. No, I've always wanted to. That's probably why I've been to a uh, Seattle, uh, Seattle versus Dallas in Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Uh, back in like 2014-15, so we're almost still playing. Yeah. Um, I think got to like over 100 decibels of sound. Oh, so easily. Probably like every game there. The stadium shook, and then and then the pa- the Patriots game going to uh, like basically a doubleheader, so they had a short week at home. Game on Sunday, the game on Thursday, and. Sunday was awesome. I got to sit next to, um, I think, a real Bostonian. Nice. Some from Boston because they were playing the Jets. And then yeah. something happened to the Jets. They didn't fumble the ball. And he's like, that's what you get, you bastards. For leaving <laughs> off. Like, oh, shit. I love people from Boston, man. I love people from Boston. And then this is the crazy part. Um, I knew they are pretty nuts with their football. And I thought we were maybe as intense with hockey. But I don't think they definitely win because I went there. It was a Thursday night game. And usually, like in hockey, like we go to hockey games here. We sometimes we only get there till one in the game. Yeah. Get off work, 
We eat and then you get to the, the yeah, empty station or whatever. But we were there Thursday night. We were there at the pavilion five hours before, and they have restaurants attached yeah. and shops. I mean, we were there five hours before, and it was already packed five hours before the game. Yeah. Restaurants are full, lineups. People pay 50 bucks US to just tailgate by the stadium to secure the game yeah. and play football. And it's a whole day event. That Patriot place is a wild place. Yeah. And you just see pictures from above, and it's just like, I want to be there. You know, yeah. like, I want to be there. That's, yeah. that's like, I don't have a very big bucket list. But like that's that's in there. But you and I will be hopefully uh can still be there. Hopefully, hopefully, yeah, uh, <laughs> hopefully it's just more than a one year deal. Hopefully yeah. uh, you guys get yeah. Okay. Or uh, Jason Stidham is a start. That's apparently I was watching um I was watching Pat McAfee. You ever watched Pat? Oh, I love Pat McAfee. And that's and amazing. Apparently everyone except like basically everyone is saying that Stidham is a starter. And the Patriots aren't saying anything, then from a different source, they heard they were co stars. So not even the Patriots are saying Stidham, but it's a different story. Uh, we'll see. I mean, the kid, the kid looked all right. I mean, you know, I mean, played preseason, but preseason is preseason. Yeah. Playing regular season, do a pick, and he didn't really. He's got some good zip on it, but I don't know. Count a former NFL MVP. He's one of three people in NFL history to pass for 25,000 yards and rush for 4,000 yards. Well, he's quite the electrifying player, I think. I think I think you'd be dumb not to have him as your starting quarterback week one. Well, you know, look at the... Brian Hoyer? I'm sorry? Brian Hoyer? No. <laughs> no. No. Can't, can't. He's a good backup. He's a good backup. He's a good backup, but he's not, he's not a starting quarterback. No, definitely not. It's yeah. like uh, Colin Kaepernick. Oh. <laughs> you can say his name. <laughs> yeah, he's not a starting quarterback either. He's a backup quarterback. Yeah. Average. Yeah. Well, I think it's like him, it's like him, Michael Vick, and Tim people just don't really have to throw properly. Like, they took some time to actually throw and throw first instead of run first, then they would be much better. I don't know what Michael Vick did in prison, but when he got out of prison, he threw the ball 10 times yeah. better than when he, when he was in prison. Was in prison. Throw footballs on a wall. Yeah, that's all you can do. You catch this zip. Yeah. Yeah, and I'm secretly hoping also for Tom Brady and the Bucks to win. I hope, yeah. I hope it gets to you. I don't do that. I hope it goes, I hope it goes. This what I'd love to see. Um, the Bucks versus the Patriots in the Super Bowl because it can't happen now. Yeah, it can. Yeah, different conferences, different conferences. Um, to see who is like quote unquote um, gets the credit for the Super Bowls. That yeah, would be the ultimate. Bill Checker Brady. And you got Gronk also. Gronk's there too. And then they, they, they got a second round for him. Yeah, uh, third round. Yeah, third round. Training a retired player for a third round pick. He, he yeah. took a whole year off to heal and. Yeah, better. do some do some wrestling. Do some wrestling. Just, uh, Watch out. Twenty four seven champion. So they go. Well, basically did some wrestling. I know the one play he did. He like then the guy pushed him or something during play, and they like, intercepted the ball, or whatever. And Gronk just like basically him an elbow drop to the back. The <laughs> penalty. Oh, it's hilarious. Yeah. Um, so is there only one Edmonton football team in the NFL? Yeah, now there is. I mean, there used to be two, but it's, it's like Edmonton Elite. Yeah, Edmonton Elite. Edmonton oh, Elite. Are we are they the same colors like black and gold? Black and gold. Black and gold. That's it. Yeah. Sorry. I already I already gave away all my red stuff, all my red football stuff, so it's like yeah, whatever. Um, but I gotta buy gold stuff, so 
I'm excited for it. I'm excited for it, though. I'm looking forward to it. Honestly, honestly, I just want to win a championship. That's all I want. That's all I want. I just want to win a championship, and then I'm done. Win a championship, okay, I'm done. Bye. See, I got my ring. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I'm going to go. We're going to sit at home and play video games for the rest of my life now. Done football. Yeah. I'm probably, I'm probably not going to play. That's not fair. Yeah, I think the only reason for me personally is just, I'm not, it sounds cocky, but I'm not getting paid to play, but it's not, it's not because it's, I'm not good, it's because my health. I don't want to. It's a super big risk. Um, yeah, when you're not getting paid, you don't have this, you know, massive wallet that you can just, oh, if I get hurt, it's whatever, you know, just, you know, just take some time off, it's whatever. I yeah. mean, you know, I got this thing from, yeah, from playing, oh playing rec sports, you know, this thing was cost me seven months of my, of my time and uh, was a freaking horrible experience. So, yeah, people really can't see a journey or has, um, I'm missing a finger. Missing like half a finger and it's a ring, um, ring finger basically. Yeah. Kind of like Deadpool growing only on those kind of Yeah, kind of, yeah. It's like, it's basically like, I'm, I'm, I'm just basically, if you looked at my hand, it's basically like I'm giving you the, it's just the shocker. Basically, oh, yeah. the shocker or pitchfork, you know? At least yeah. that's useful. At least that's a benefit. You don't have to. Yeah, shocker all day. Yeah. But how did that happen? Was that football? This was this was actually rec soccer, believe it or not. So were you at least goalie? That's yeah, I was. I was yeah. So my finger was figuratively, but somewhat literally kicked off. So what ended up happening was I uh, I'm not very good. I'm not a soccer player. And I, I just did this as, as kind of like a fun way to, to stay in shape. And it was kind of something that I thought that it was co-ed. So I was like, well, is that, you know, me and my girlfriend at the time, we could, we could do it together. And I was like, cool, like she likes soccer. So I was like, cool, I was like, we're gonna do this rec soccer, it's gonna be great. It wasn't great at all. <laughs> so like, I'm, I'm not very good. And I was constantly getting beat low. So we we're playing this one game and I'm going back and forth with the goals. And I think it's like, Eight seven at this point or something. It's super high scoring game. There's not much time. There's probably like ten minutes left. And this guy had a breakaway, and I'm like, "Okay, I'm not getting beat low. Like no matter what, I'm not getting beat low." So what it is, I just laid down on my left side, and I just took away the entire bottom. And I'm thinking, if he, you know, just like chips it over me, chips the ball over me, I'm I'm kind of fast. I have time to get up, chase it down, and swat it away. And if I fail, then well, I try. Oh well. Hmm. He's getting closer and he's not like slowing down. He's not trying to like set up like a little chip play. And he gets to about within five feet of me in the last my last segment of he's not chipping over me. And he didn't chip it over me. He took a step to the side and deep towards my head and then he fired the ball and the ball went off my left hand, which was closer to the ground and went out of play. But with his right foot when he kicked it it hit my right hand and it actually hit directly on the tip of my finger and it completely uh, shattered the bones, the two end bones uh, in the finger and uh, dislocated it near the bottom and uh, chipped a few bones in there too as well as rotated the knuckle and basically with his carry throughs took my arm all the way back to my side and there was about four or five people that were in probably about a 10 foot radius that all said they heard the various cracks and crunches. Ooh. 
So uh, I'm immediately just like, you're okay, you're okay. And the, fun, the funny thing, like, the funny thing is, so these the, the soccer goalie gloves. Some of them have those those plastic like finger yeah. savers, so that you know like these things don't happen. I was wearing those, so that goes to show. I don't know like how bad these gloves really are. Or this guy had one powerful fucking leg. I think they're more so for uh, your fears of Ben Bagley and his balls. You know, they don't Never mind foot. people's feet. <laughs> yeah. Never mind people's feet. Did it hurt or was it shot? Oh, like, well, like, oh, shit. for the first two seconds, I was like, well, that's never happened before. And then once the adrenaline started wearing off by like 30 seconds, I'm in a lot of fucking pain. And I'm like, there's only like 10 minutes left. Like, I'm just going to keep playing. So what I did is I just kind of like stood there and I tried as much as I could to cut the blood flow off of my hand because it was just throbbing so bad. So I stood there and I'm clamping my arm between my thighs and I'm just trying to cut the blood flow off. Like no blood flow, no throbbing. This hurts. I just, I want this, I want to get through this. And for the last few minutes, every time the ball was kind of coming to work, I wouldn't even try to block, just kind of just give it like the jump and you know, turn the shoulder to try and block the ball because I'm not, you know, I'm not even using my good hand. I'm not risking this anymore. I'm just, yeah. no, I'm done, I'm done. I don't want to play. The game was over and taking off my gloves. I'm like, okay, I'm going to take off the left glove first while I still kind of have my right hand intact. I'm not like taking this. Once I take this other glove off, I'm not going to want to do anything else. So I took my glove off and then I take, start taking off my right glove. And as I'm taking it off, I can feel the very tip of my finger rubbing the side of the glove as it's as I'm playing. So I'm like, oh, like I know this isn't very good at all. Like this is something is not in the right place. So you know, I take it out, and as soon as it's all out of the glove, it just snaps out to the right. And my finger just went just the first joint there, and then straight right. And I am in a killer amount of pain now. I go over and I'm like, hey, like just very nonchalantly, right? Like, no one can know what's going on, especially my girlfriend, because I didn't want her to know I was seriously hurt. And but she already knew, because I'm walking over, she, you hurt yourself, didn't you? I'm like, oh yeah, I fucking did. And she was, let me see, and I just kind of like, I didn't even look, I just kind of like flashed her, and she just walked away and went to, uh, there was a lady on our team who was actually a nurse. So she came over, and uh, she's like, hey, show me. So I put my hand up, and as I'm trying to take my cleats off and put my shoes on, she goes, okay, you ready? And I go, yeah, and I know, I know what she's going to do. I know she's going to pop it back in. And she pops it back in, and you can feel, or I felt, and she said she felt it too, the the various little crunches in the bones, and she tried to put it back in, and she's like, that, that doesn't take very much effort at all, you should go in the emergency. <laughs> and I was like, at first I was like, you know, like, I don't know, like it's, and I looked at my phone, I was like, it's 1030 at night, like I gotta work tomorrow, I'm not going in the hospital tonight, I'm gonna be there all night. That lasted about all of three minutes. Because in the, the five minutes that it took me to get from where we were playing to get back to my truck, I was like, no, like I am, I am going to the hospital. Like I can't, I can't do this. It was horrible. And then being at the hospital, I don't know. Like this was, this is a fairly new facility that they have in Shore Park. It's, it's I think it's maybe like between five and ten years old. It's not very old. But 
I think they're using some like 75 year old x-ray machines because these these x-rays that they took there were just awful. It was horrible. The, the one of the, the people came back in and she's like, so there's definitely breaks in there, but we, we can't really see a lot. And she showed me too, and it's just, it's just extremely blurry. Wow. You can't see, it's just very faded. You can see like there's, there's little like cracks and like offset pieces, but you can't really see a lot in terms of how much damage is done. So they referred me to uh, this like, specialist place, U of A. And uh, so I went there about a week later. And uh, when I was, when I was still at the show Park Place, they gave me like this little, you know, the end over end thing. Yeah. They're starting to give you a brief yeah. They gave me one of those. And um, a couple of days later, I had a, a regularly scheduled appointment with my regular doctor. And it just so happened to be like two days after this had happened. So while I was there, I was like, well, you know, he can look at this too while he's doing my regular checkup. So I know he's asking me about it and he's, you know, telling what happens. He's like, okay, well, first things we should take that, that finger brace off. And I'm like, oh, okay. And like, I kind of, I kind of believed him at first. And then I got through like the first two hours of having it off. And I was like, no, like I need to have this thing on because I couldn't do it. And it started to like, started to like flop and, you know, it wasn't really, I couldn't hold it up. It was just kind of hanging there. And, uh, I was in a stupid amount of pain when it was off and I just started throwing myself, put it back on. I'm not trusting you. Know? <laughs> I don't care what I'm the title is. I'm in pain here. I'm going to do what feels best. But anyways, when I went to the U of A there, the x-rays that I took there were so much more clear. And when I was, I went down and got the x-rays and I went back and examined them. And then uh, one of the ladies came up and uploaded my x-rays onto the screen. And she went out of the room and I kind of looked at the screen and I kind of gasped and I was like, I had to take a second look at the mirror time. I was like, that's, that's mine that looked so different. You could see the, the varying different fragments that were there now and just how bad it was. And I just kind of sat there and was like, that's not good. It's not good at all. And the, the surgeon too, he came in the room and he didn't even say a word. He just sat down and he just went, wow. And then started writing stuff down. And I'm like, well, what's going on? He's like, you're having surgery on Friday. And I'm like, okay, cool. <laughs> I don't get it. He's like, no, like, <laughs> we don't really have much time for this either. This, this, this is not good. And, uh. Is that because you waited so long post? Like, yeah, it was, the, the timing with it just didn't really work because, the injury happened on, it was a, oh, I forgot, I think it was a Wednesday. It happened on a Wednesday. So Friday was my my uh, regular appointment with my regular doctor. And then it wasn't until the following Tuesday that I went to the U of A. Now that Tuesday, they usually do these type of surgeries on the Tuesday. And they usually have the, the consultation for these surgeries the Friday before. So because they couldn't get me in the Friday before, I had to wait an extra few days to get the surgery, which apparently impacted my, uh, my ability to get in for, for physio and the timing for that. Because when I, after the surgery, they're like, you had your surgery, you know, like uh, three weeks ago? And I was like, no, I had it, I had it two weeks ago. They go, oh. Oh, you should have had this, you know, three weeks. I was like, well, I don't know. Apparently, couldn't get me in. I don't know. Yeah. So, anyways, yeah, 
I went on Tuesday and said I didn't really have an option for it, so I was like, okay, well, you know, I mean, I can see that. Yeah. You know, like there's, there's a lot of things going on in there, and none of it is, is structurally sound. So, funny story about the, the Friday surgery. If you know me well enough, you know I don't really like needles. So needles is my like that's that's it's like I really don't like the sense of being in a free fall. So like I've never gone skydiving. I really don't like flying. I don't like really being in a plane. You know, I get the turbulence and that white knuckle in the So it'd be out cold when flying. Yeah, yeah, I gotta be I gotta be all medicated, I gotta have like a like a game console in front of me or something. And uh, drop a doom rides and music packs. I don't like that. But needles is like the number two after the sense of being free falling. I'm in I'm in pre-op, but I know, you know, they're gonna have to come and give me, you know, IV and they're gonna have to give me a few needles for this and that, right? So I'm just trying to, you know, just relax and be calm about it. I'm sharing a room with this one gentleman, uh, a little bit older gentleman, and he's in there for I think it was a, a bypass surgery. And so I'm I'm kind of laying here facing, I can see the door, and my auntie is there with me. And there's just a curtain between me and the guy. Now, the guy's wife isn't sitting directly beside him. She's sitting kind of like at the end. There just wasn't enough room beside his bed. So she's sitting at the end. So I can see her and she can see me, but I can't see him. And the I can see the door. So these two ladies come in with this cart and I just, I can see the top of it. And it's got seven needles on it. And some of them are big and some of them are small. And I'm just, I know what's happening now, so I'm just like, okay, be chill, be chill, be chill. And I know we're starting with him, so I'm like, okay, like I got, I got some time, but at the same time, it's like, come do me first, like get it over with. Mm-hmm. But what you're about to hear, I'm really glad they didn't start with me. So they're trying to put this guy's IV in, and they tried once, you know, and okay, no, didn't work. We have to try again. Totally normal, right? Yeah. It's, it's kind of normal for you have to do the IV, you know, once or twice. So they try a second time. And I'm like, oh, okay, we're gonna have to we have to try that again. And they try a third time. Nope. Okay. Fourth time. Nope. Alright, here we go. We're gonna try a fifth time now. We gotta get this IV. We try a fifth time. So they get in the fifth time, okay. Like we're good, here we got it. About 20 seconds later, all I hear is, ow, 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 look at my arm, look at my arm. And I'm sitting there and I'm just like, Oh no, oh no. And I'm looking at this guy's wife and she's got her hands over her, her mouth and she's like, what's going on? Like his arm's turning purple. And his entire arm was just puffing up all the way to his shoulder, like turned purple. He was like, this it hurts. And so they just kind of like, okay, we're, we're kind of just like pull the plug on this for right now. And at that moment, I was no longer okay. I just couldn't <laughs> control it. And my said, I just went like sheet white like a ghost. And I just started shaking uncontrollably my legs all the way to my, my head. I was just shaking and jittering. And I just, get me the fuck out of here! <laughs> I, was, I was not having a good time. I felt bad for those poor nurses because they didn't even come back in after. They just kind of left and was like, okay, we're not, uh, we're just kind of going to leave it. You know, I felt so bad because like, I totally made them leave because they were fucking up on this guy's needle. But I mean, like, come on. Five times and the guy's arm was kind of fucked up. Yeah. 
I was, I was like, okay, so they had to, I kind of what they gave me to calm me down, but they had to give me to calm me down because I, I wanted to leave at that point. I was like, I don't want to be here anymore. I don't want to do this. They're like, no, like you, you need this. Like you need this. It's like, I do need this. <laughs> I do need this. Uh, oh man, that's why I think, uh, that's why they should be, they should have marijuana there or some calm people down so you just have it there. You want to join? You want to? Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, uh, I wish. Yeah, I, don't know. I don't know. Apparently, there's something in like the the, the compound of the plant that messes up with some of the anesthesia, which I kind of found with the hardware when I went to the dentist a few years ago. And um, yeah, probably won't ever do that again. <laughs> you want to get a little bit lift before you went? I did, yeah, because I, I knew what I was. I knew what I was getting, and so I was like, well, I want to. I want to be strong for this. Like, I can't. You know, he's gonna give me like five needles in my mouth, and yeah. you know, my old dentist, he retired, and I got this new dentist, and he was he's a little rough, he's a little rough, and I don't really like it. Yeah. But uh, so I got a little song for it, and the, the anesthesia really didn't react well with it at all. And I'm sitting there, I'm just like, my, I felt like my entire face was just like puffed up and numb, and it was only supposed to be like here, and I went like completely red like a tomato and I was sweating. <laughs> I had to uh, I had to come back another day. Yeah, jeez. Yeah, I don't think I'll be doing that. Yeah. Good to know, good to know. Yeah, yeah, no, don't uh, don't be doing that. Oh definitely not, but yeah, so so what else is new man? Like, what are you doing nowadays for work? Uh not much. I uh, work in uh, work in a warehouse. Uh, we distribute fluid sealing products for uh, primarily for oil and gas industry, but you know, I mean, we sell things for like those machines and like lawnmowers. Or Basically, if, if it's got a running motor, it's got something we sell on it. Yeah, we're, uh, we're pretty fortunate. We were open throughout the entire lockdown, oh, but uh, it's just been slow, like killer slow. Like, we're not really doing much of anything right now. It's just a lot of nothing. So is your job secure then, or do you know what's happening? Is your boss like come keep you guys in the I, I like to think that we're secure. Um, sometimes I'm led to believe that we're not, but other times I like to believe that we are. Um, we're kind of fighting two wars right now at my job. We got the coronavirus, which you know everyone's fighting, but we're also fighting the global oil prices and the oil crisis that's going on. So it's not um, not ideal. Say yeah, that's not ideal, um, but we're definitely feeling the brunt of both both of those wars right now. Yeah, and hopefully you you keep your job because right now well, I'm not sure what's going to happen, but. You know, schools are opening back up and you know, teachers are unsure and there's also like budget cuts for education, so but it's yet students are all back in and so how's that gonna work? If if I lose my job, then cutting my finger off is for nothing. Because I cut this off to keep my job. Same job? Same job. Same job. Same job. I cut this off to keep my job. Because the surgery the surgery was wasn't to cut it off at first. I got the surgery to fix it. And then the rehab just wasn't going well. You know, they told me when I got the surgery, they're like, you know, like two, three months, you know, they'll be back. I'm like, cool. You know, like this is this is August. So I'm thinking like November, I'm gonna be back at work. This is gonna be great. You know, and I at that point I still had aspirations of playing football again. Mm-hmm. You know, I hadn't played in a couple years, but I was like, I do want to play. Um, I was kind of playing flag. 
and the the physio just wasn't wasn't going well. It started good. Um, we got about a month in, and I was making really good progress. But then, after about another month, things kind of stalled out, and things started actually getting worse oh, and sure. worse and worse and worse. And eventually, by so it was the the start of November, I kind of started to have slight doubts. Yeah. Because now I'm thinking, like, I'm supposed to, they, they told me I was going to be working by now. Yeah. I mean, you know, sometimes things happen, things don't work out, which is kind of what I was going through. But I'm supposed to be back at work right now. And I'm on, I'm on EI. And I don't know if you've ever been on EI before or if anyone of this thing's yeah. been on medical EI before. It doesn't pay you that much. Yeah. It is not. What are you doing? I was getting about 1400 bucks a month. And so at that How time. How much were you making at the time? I was now making just under three grand. Three grand. So basically like six hundred bucks. Yeah. Half yeah, half my page. At the time I'm you know, I'm paying rent, obviously, yeah. but I was still paying for my truck at that time too. And so I, I was every month I'm just like scratching the bottom of the barrel of my EI just to be able to make it by. And the start of memory comes and I'm having some little some self-doubts, you know, about how the recovery process is going and I know that I can't be at work unless I have two functioning hands, mm-hmm. which is with my job. And it was probably about mid-November, I was celebrating my birthday and it was kind of like, the things started to kind of set in, mm-hmm. which kind of set me up for the next kind of eight, 10 months, which, led to the day I tried to kill myself. And I was like, I wasn't okay at that point. And I was trying to just make it seem like I was, you know, and I was just, you're okay, you're okay, you're good, you got this, you're good, you're good, just don't sweat it, just keep trucking, you got this, you'll be good. By the end of the month, I am stressing out hardcore because my EI ran out on December 12th? So like, will the medical EI only last about six months? Three months, it's three months. Yeah, it's three months. And I got some false information from uh, the medical team there at the U of A and they told me like, hey, you know, you can, you can get an extension for this. And I was like, oh, oh really? And they're like, yeah, and you, just, you, know, you just have to call them. And I was like, okay, and you're like, I'll, I'll do that. Now by the end of the month, November there, I'm already thinking about cutting it off because like my AI is running out. I have no money, and some other thoughts are starting to creep in about maybe my job isn't really as secure as it was when I left because I've been away for so long, and just that's kind of the vibe that I was getting from the conversations I was having with my boss. There was kind of like it wasn't really like how you doing type of stuff. It's just like when are you coming back, and the answer is just like. I don't know, we're just going to kind of play it up for another month and a half, see how it goes. It's kind of funny, it's kind of funny when you get hurt and you're like, oh, your boss and your family and you're hurt, it's like, when the fuck are you going to work again? Oh, I know, right? It's like, what? You're like, so nice you want to go work now? <laughs> yeah. Like, I, uh, sorry to tell you, but when I, oh, no, uh, it's your show. When I was uh, playing, like, I sprained my foot before uh, shots for football, because like, my, my friends and I went hiking, and uh, instead I didn't have any runners, so I wore these little, like, Kind of high top skinny Adidas runners that you wear with a tracksuit, like those yeah. shoes. Oh, yeah. But I use those for hiking. 
Cool. Um, two days in a row, and I started one foot started hurting, and I just got sprained just from overuse. And I told my boss about like, like you can only be you have to be off for two weeks. I'm like, but I'll be back in one. And he called me like three days in. He's like, oh, I can't be doing this. So I'm just gonna have to let you go. No way. Yeah, this was like my my brother in law's like best man. Like I had to swim at my sister's wedding. We got bond oh, together. I come yeah. out, and but yeah, just like like oh yeah. That's so shitty. Yeah, so yeah. I've been so pissed off. Yeah, but what did your boss do when you when you like when you coming back? Yeah, it was it wasn't a really long conversation. You're just like, you ain't coming back. What's the update? Can I give me the update? And it was just like nothing, you know, nothing, nothing after that. And then just like kind of like, okay, we'll talk again in, in a month and a half, basically. So end of November, and I'm kind of thinking about cutting it off. And then the thoughts went from kind of to, yeah, we're fucking doing it on the day that my EI got cut off because I called them and I was like, hey, so like, I just need to come because I need to get an extension. And she was like, we don't do that. And I was like, what do you mean you don't do that? She's like, we don't give extensions. I was like, well, but that's what, that's what my doctor said. She's like, no, they lied to you. We don't give extensions. And I was like, so I'm fucked? She's like, yeah, I'm sorry. And I was just instant panic. Instant panic. We're two weeks to Christmas. I've got no money. I don't even know if I have a job. And there's really no end in sight to any of this. So I went before you, sorry, so I gotta got mention it's gonna be a uh, guy mention this if you also, whoever's listening, if anyone's listening. I haven't checked analytics <laughs> since I started. Fuck it, you know, I'm just gonna do it because I enjoy it. I'm a couple of shows behind, oh, like two feet behind at this point. So, appreciate it. But uh, um, I was, uh, you might have seen, I was in the financial street for a bit, I still have my license. And what people are, are unaware of is you can get something called disability insurance. Yes, yes, actually, I, uh, I heard about that after the fact. Yes, yeah. after the fact. So unlike uh, like there used to be your um, basic disability, you get to work. Um, you can get twenty four seven coverage. So essentially, if you're playing soccer, it would have covered you, and it covers about about sixty six percent. So you instead of it been six hundred dollars more saving and about two grand, you can, and it can last up to five years. Yeah, I would, I would, I would have saved me a lot. So, so, so for people out there, make sure you go out and get yourself some disability insurance because you know it is a lifesaver. It lasts, and, and yeah, yeah, for it's so if you're out for two years or five years, you can cover you and you can basically save your life in some cases. It's a wallet saver. Yeah, it's a lifesaver. It's a wallet yeah, saver. So yeah, I wish you would have known that before the fact. I wish you would have known Something they don't teach us in schools, which they should. No, no, one of the many things they don't teach you in school, no. which is weird. I don't know. It's weird. Yeah, school works that way. I don't know. They teach you how to bounce a checkbook. you ever use one of those? Checkbook? No, actually. No. Like, I have, like, I have checks and, like, I've written out checks. Like, um, I just like I have, I just go online. It's just like, okay, this is how much money I have. And I you just open the go here. It's like, oh, here's my transactions. Okay, yeah. Yeah. I know what's going on. Yeah. I know how much money I have. I know how much money I'm spending. It's a checkbook. It's <laughs> online. Your yeah. phone does it. Whatever. Yeah. The budget will balance itself, you know? Yeah. I think, uh, <laughs> oh man, yeah. You know what? For, you know, some things I heard about Trudeau, like I'm not huge in politics, I don't follow that much, but I got out of it. Um, just the whole scandal with the, with the wheat chair, I haven't read any articles, but I know there's a scandal, even that in itself, uh, being a leader of a country, having a scandal with a charity. Multiple uh, scandals. Multiple scandals, and 
And yeah, just just unfortunate, especially looking at the political what's happening in Canada with our, our leader. I'm not sure, um, and then also in the states, who, who they have to choose from in November. You know, uh, you know, it can go either way, but it looks like North America just feels like we're in a movie. bunch of turds. We're a bunch of turds, Sonny. We're just a bunch of turds. That <laughs> nowhere's got it right. You look around the world, nowhere's got it right. Yeah. They're all just a bunch of turds. The government's just turds. Yeah. Yeah, I think, you know, I think my mom asked me this. I think she, or, or I don't know if she asked this, but we went on a topic and she asked, you know, why are, like, these politicians in this? I'm like, well, basically it's because their they're, they're, they're paycheck's not affected yet. Yeah, 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 it hasn't changed. Right, it's the government, right? You know, they, even with the lockdowns, the senators and people in the House of Commons and Premiers, mayors are still getting paid. Yeah, oh yeah, massive paychecks too. Right, and so so you know they can they can have this lockdown. We're the ones paying them because yeah. we're the ones we're supposed to pay the taxes. And we're unfortunately, and unfortunately, you know it's the thing in California. It's worse with the lockdown. You know, and we have a pretty good. You know, we're able to most people can work. Most places are open up, so we're we're good right now. We're in a good place. Have to wear masks in, indoors. Not not a big deal. Like. Yeah. I don't care for the mask, you know, I'll wear it inside if I have to, if I can, as long as I can go do things, not a big deal, but... You know, I'm, I'm, I'm kind of, I'm kind of for, I'm kind of for yeah. the mask policy myself, you know, I mean, I do have some, some respiratory issues myself, so I'm kind of, I'm very COVID compliant, you know, like I got my, I got my, on my bag here, I got my hand sanitizer in here. Yeah, I'm six foot apart. I roll around on my, on my e-scooter downtown, <laughs> I just got the hand sanitizer, so, uh, yeah. yeah, and I got, I got my mask. Yeah. Yeah, and they tell you what happened to me back in January, February? No, no. Yeah, so that's usually that's usually when I get the flu after Ukraine Christmas. Yeah. Cause you eat a whole bunch of food and Christmas time on healthy food and then I Ukraine Christmas with just his cabbage rolls, pierogies, lots of butter and yeah. fat and carbs in there. So usually I get sick around there. So and usually the last little week, you know, flu no big deal. And so I got the flu and then I think I got a little bit better, and then you know, I was eating eggs and bacon. I was like on an eggs and bacon kind of rampage like every day, uh, like six eggs and a whole pack of bacon. Yeah. And then one day I just couldn't smell it. And I was eating it, I'm like, it's kind of blind. I can't really taste anything. Yeah. I was so sad. Like, to me, like right now, from my experience, having no taste is so sad because all the delicious foods out there. Yeah. That's just some kind of foodie, but then, like, then all of a sudden I just got sick. Being terribly sick. Um, I was smoking, smoking dudes when I was still sick, which isn't a good idea. Yeah, but then I stopped. But then after I stopped, after a week, after I stopped, I, every time I breathe deep through my mouth, I'd have like a, a rumbling in my esophagus. It could steal my chest. Mm-hmm. And then I was sleeping about eight hours a day. But then every time I slept, I got more exhausted. I never got energy. My friend looked at me and was like, what the fuck's happening to you? Yeah. And I went to the hospital, they checked me and everything, they said everything was fine, I was getting better. Yeah. But I had to go on, on, on two puffers for about a couple weeks. Oh, really? Yeah. Wow. But then, nice. Yeah, but then better and never not, no one around me got sick, thankfully. So, um, but yeah, I haven't got sick since, but yeah, that was a scary moment. Yeah, I, had, I had a wild ride back in uh, the end of October and then all throughout November. So I got... So that's the size of the finger? Besides, yeah, besides the finger, I'll, I'll get back on the thing to talk about, but the, so back in October, it was like right before Halloween, I had planned, it was going out to some Halloween parties, but the few days before we were going out, I got really sick, I got, so I, got, I usually get like two, 
you know, moderately bad to bad lung infections a year. It's kind of just how my respiratory mm-hmm. issues go. As soon as I get sick, just lung infection, you get it again. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some people are amazed at how many lung infections I get, but yeah, they get, some of them get like kind of bad, but I got about three days into this one and I am just, I, I can hardly even breathe. I'm laying in bed just, <clears throat> you know, it's just to just breathe. And I'm really, really, really sick for about two weeks. And I get off of that and then I was like, ah, oh, I'm for the cooking tonight, I'm gonna order some pizza. So I ordered some pizza, and then I got this donair meat, donair sauce pizza, some gooey goodness, you know? And uh, I got food poisoning from it. Oh, so that put me out for another, you know, three, you know, four days. Did you from the Busters? No, 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 this was, uh, I'm not, uh, I'm not gonna play more. Oh, no worries, no worries. No, it was, it was <laughs> Nietzsche's Pizza on Y Road, and sure, Nietzsche's Pizza on Y Road, Show Park. Um, the original one is better. They say the original, but they're not the original. The one, the originals, or by the mall, or maybe the original ones. Oh, they're good shit. Anyways, so the food poisoning put me off for about another three, four, five days, just constantly throwing up all the time. And after that, I get another lung infection. Holy shit! Then that put me up to the beginning of December. Awful. And then there was all these all these people that when COVID came out and lockdown was still if you were if you were sick back in November, you couldn't I think that's bullshit. I think that's bullshit. Because no one I, no one no one around me got sick. I, I went to work every day. I worked that entire month. I went to work and no one at work got sick. I think who the fuck knows at this point? Even the doctors were like, wear a mask, don't wear a mask. You can see yeah, based on the top of the it's such a political argument now and it's just like God, you know, just let the health experts just kind of do their thing, but the health experts are going political now too. It's just yeah. like, oh did you hear? Goodness. Did you hear about uh, the education? What happened there? They, uh, I was what I don't watch. My mom watched news, but apparently they did. Uh, I'm not sure to what extent or what exactly, but they did a, a, a curriculum change. There's no like, any votes. No teachers asked. Just because they found something biased and changed it. And then you mentioned they even said, well, they changed. I'm like, oh, what? No. Okay. Like, I don't even know how to feel about that. Like, if you change it because there's teachers and then random people did a survey and they found it to be made biased or whatever in some case, I could see you change it because there's a vote and process, but I just changed it with no vote. I'm like, yeah, I, I, I could see, like, if you ask me, te- teachers have their own agenda. You yeah. know, like, there's, there's a curriculum, but like, there's certain teachers they have their own agenda. You know, they they follow the, the curriculum somewhat, yeah. but they have they kind of have their own agenda. So I mean, if a kid's kind of coming home and he's saying, "Hey, like I'm learning this in school," that could be one of those like teacher agenda things, yeah. and not necessarily a curriculum thing. Yeah. I don't know. I just fucked. Yeah. There's no such thing as a, as a good government. Yeah. They're all fucked. Yeah. Just some are less bad than others. Some are, yeah, some are just less bad than others. Yeah. I, I think we have one of the best. For comparably, comparably, compared to yeah, when you compare it to kind of like the rest of the country, the rest of the country's premiers. Yeah, so back said November, December, back when you're locking your finger off. Yeah, yeah so right out uh, for Christmas, and uh, now I'm stressing out because I got no money and I just got my last EI payment, and uh, so I went and I had an appointment with the surgeon, my regular scheduled appointment on December twenty first. So we're, we're right before Christmas. I'm sitting in the exam room and he comes in and he's 
Hey, how's it going? Yeah, I'm all right. How are you? I'm good. Yeah. How's how's the uh, how's the thing going? And I just I just came out right out and said it. Oh yeah, it's time to cut it off. And he he, he thought I was joking. He just he's still looking at his computer. He's like, ah oh, ha ha ha. Yeah, good one, good one. Yeah, like it's let's let's look at it. And I was like, no, I'm, I'm being serious. Like it's it's time. So he goes, okay, let's let's evaluate this here. <laughs> So, just looking at it, and of course, like, it doesn't look good, like, just looking at it, which, I mean, you, you, put, you put your finger like that, like, it's never going to look good. Yeah. You know, it was all, like, straight here, then a little bit right, then a little bit left, and then some down, and some up. It was basically all over the place. And it was, okay, we were trying to bend it, wasn't really working, and it just, it felt like a carrot. So, you know, you take a carrot, and you bend a carrot, Kind of, and you reach that point where it's yeah. like you're gonna snap the carrot. That's what my finger felt like the entire time that I was doing the physio. I'm actually, dude, like it just feels like a carrot. I get to a certain point, I could bend it probably about maybe a third, maybe you know, maybe maybe a third of the way, and just it would just I get that carrot, you know, like I, you know, it's gonna snap, and I just it would be so painful, and I just I physically couldn't bend it anymore, and it was so bad that because I couldn't bend this one, I lost use, complete use of my pinky finger. I couldn't bend that one at all because, you know, when you, when you restrict it, right, you can't, you can't bend the rest of your fingers. So I couldn't bend the middle finger also. And so basically I just had my index finger and my thumb. But not right hand. So this is not really working out. And I was just like, you know, I need this. This is, it's time. You know, like I have, I got no money. There's, there's no EI. You lied to me about the extension. I can't get the extension. I called them three times about it. Can't get it. He's like, well, you know, like I really think you should keep trying this. I would, I would really keep trying. He said, he said, I would keep trying another six, nine months and see where it goes. And we're already, we're already five months in. And I'm like, look, I can't do it. I can't work. I haven't been at work. I got no money. It's time. And he's just like, okay, we'll do it. But he didn't, he didn't do what I wanted to do. I, I really hoped that, and I was expecting when I went in there, he'd be like, okay, we'll schedule this, you know, we'll come in like before New Year's and we'll get it done. And then, you know, come mid and January, you're boom, you're back at work. No, they schedule it a month later because they want you to take that time that month to think about it oh, and then in case you change your mind yeah because no gives these backseats like you do this you don't get in the back or take your finger on some last dates and yeah yeah it's it's not going to grow back it's yeah. it's done so i want you to take that time and really think about it but i already done that i've been through that already yeah. i've done that like this was like i want to do this this is this needs to happen so of course by the time it happened I, it was by another i was Right after family day in February, okay. so mid to end February is when I got back to work. And I get back to work, and my first day back, I'm thinking, okay, there's a couple of things that could happen here. I could lose my job today, because when I was doing the physio, um, they were like, they kept asking me, you know, like, you work? And I was like, no, like, I can't, I can't work right now because of this, but like, I do have a job. and. Right before I decided to cut it off, back in November there, we were talking about so like, I do have a job, and then he said, are you sure? And I was like, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm sure. Like, I'm sure if you walked around, 
and ask some of the people around here, they tell you they got let go their first day back because they missed more than more than four months. Yeah. So that's that's that was probably the, the tipping point what started the okay, time to cut this off because I gotta get back to work. So my first day back, I'm like, okay. I'm nervous, like this is, it's like you get that first day jitters, right? It's like your first day. And everything went well, and kind of a funny thing, uh, the end of the, so my first day back was the first day of the new pay cycle. Yeah. So the end of the two weeks comes, and we're all getting our pay stubs, and pay stubs being handed out, and I'm like, oh, it's not, it's not a pay stub for me here. I wonder, I wonder if maybe I'm getting, this is this is this is me getting let go now. You know, they're not giving me a pay stub. Okay, thanks. You know, you, you did your, your two week comeback, but we're gonna we're gonna move on. Mm-hmm. So I like nervously went into our boss's office. So I'm like, hey, you got a minute? So I sat down and I was like, so I just want to make sure that like everything is is like good. Us and like me here. And he's kind of looking at me like. Yeah, I'm like, what, what do you mean? And I was like, well, I, uh, I'm in the back and Shelly brought back pay stubs for everyone and I, I couldn't help but notice that um, she didn't have one for me. <laughs> and I'm kind of wondering now if like this is kind of like the parting, you know, like we'll send you on your way and we'll just kind of, we'll send you all your, your unpaid vacation time and you know, thanks for the, thanks for the good times, yeah. thanks for helping us move, but your finger's freaking a lot of people out here now because it's gone and yeah. we don't like looking at it. Uh, it wasn't at all the case, I guess it was just a sort of oversight at head office, but I got paid the next day, which was, okay. it was nice, it was, it was a good relief, but um, the, uh, what's your boss's name? Craig. 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 Great guy. Great guy. Shout out, shout out to Craig if you're listening. You're a great guy. Um, but yeah, the, like, even just after being back at work, I felt like, okay, like I'm good now. Like I'm actually good now. But I was still just trying to convince myself that I wasn't good. Yeah. You know, when I was, I just sat at home for seven months. And I did nothing. I couldn't play video games because my hand was fucked. TV got really boring. I had a lot of Netflix, not got boring. Yeah. I just did a lot of sitting, doing nothing. And I remember right after I got the first surgery to fix all the bones, I I was in this group chat on Facebook with all the, the people I kind of grew up with in Short Park, and I was kind of like, hey, um, just got home from surgery, everything, you know, seems to have went well so far. Um, but I'm I'm basically out of it for a while. Like I can't I can't drive. Um, I'm basically just stuck in the house. So I mean if any of you ever wanna come visit me at, at some point we can hang out, watch TV, shoot the shit, whatever, like just come knock on the door. I'm literally gonna be here for an unknown amount of time from now till who knows when. Hmm. And um my the, my status in that group was kind of always just kind of like up in the air. I always kind of felt like I was the outsider in that group. And um, I spent like the next few months like really thinking about that yeah. because no one acknowledged that message. No one came. I just, I just sat there for seven months and just 
did nothing. So like, I had a lot, I really had a lot of time to myself and just like think and of course like stuck inside my own head about a lot of different things. You were in lockdown before the lockdown. I was in lockdown before the lockdown, but it, like, I was, I couldn't do anything. I had no entertainment. I was just trapped inside my own mind. And I feel like a hypocritical piece of shit looking back on it now because there were times when my girlfriend's time she'd be like, you okay? And I'd be like, yeah. Mm-hmm. No, I'm not okay. Mm-hmm. I'm I'm like going crazy in here. But then at the same time, I'd just be like, hey, are you okay? And she'd be like, yeah. I'm like, no, I know you're not. What's going on? I'm just trying to look at you. Totally hypocritical looking yeah. back on it, but it's just one of those things where it's just like I didn't know how to have that conversation. Yeah. And once I got back to work, it was just kind of like that whole lockdown thing never really left. I was just kind of like, I didn't really talk to any of them anymore because it was just like, you didn't, you didn't come visit or say anything. Mm-hmm. I was just like, I was just sat there the whole time. And after I got my finger cut, I was kind of like, oh, I didn't even know you or anything. It was just kind of like, holy fuck. Like, didn't even pay attention here. Oh, wow. And it was just kind of like, you know, I, I really felt like I lost everyone because, you know, a few years not playing football and me and the, the football group, it was weird because the, the, we the Stallions group, it was always just like me, John and Brandon and yeah. Tristan. Our thing was always going out and partying. Well, I don't really do that anymore. Or birds. Yeah, or birds. Yeah. Birds during practice. Oh. <laughs> Our thing was always partying, and you know, there's a there's a lot of things that I did that, that are not okay. Yeah, hold on, I gotta tell you a story. I remember, geez, I went uh, was after Stallions game in Boydminster. I think Tristan wanted to go up. Yeah, Tristan wanted to go afterwards. I'm like, fuck it, I'll go. Like, no one's go. No one's saying yes. I'll just go. I have to go home and shower first. I'm like, and then it's some. And then I ended up walking around, this girl grabbed me. She said, you want to strip from my, me and my friends? I'm like, what? She said, you want to strip from me and my friends? I'm like, I'm here with the bachelorette party, and this and this, and I'm like, I don't know, I'm like, sure. Like, I was like, had a few drinks, and then basically hung out with the girls all night, took a limo, or yeah, I took a limo to some hotel in West Edmonton. <laughs> And at this at this point, if I nothing happened, but oh man, I'm feeling like I'm getting murdered. Yeah. <laughs> Tristan was nowhere to be found. He wasn't to be found. He was gone. Just, just me. Gone? Yeah, he was oh, gone. Just me. So fuck. <laughs> I can't remember that. I can't remember what we did that night. Yeah, I think it was always partying. Yeah. I, I I did a lot of things back in those days with them. Not okay. Okay, not okay. I know that these things were not okay. Some of the things that, that I was doing, we were doing together. But when I I really clean myself up and I stopped doing those things. Hanging out after that was really weird because everyone wants to go out and party and, and drink and whatnot and I just, I really didn't. Yeah. So I kind of like separated myself from like all my football friends as well. And then I lost all my, all my the friends I grew up with. And so I'm just, I'm really sitting there I'm like, I got getting like nothing. Like all I have is this job that I, I cut my finger off to save, and if I lose this job, I'm, I'm fucked. Yeah. I'm back at work and I'm just doing everything I can to try and try and keep my job and I'm working hard and working hard. And it sucked because um, 
the girlfriend's family were going to, they were going to Vegas. And they're like, you should come. And I'm like, I fucking want to go. I'm like, I want to go. But like, I can't. Like, I've only been back at work for a couple months. I feel like if I just take a week or two off now, they're going to be like, you just had seven months off. Why do you need more time off? Yeah. So I was like, no, like, I'm not going to go. Like, I'm just not going to go. And I was really bitter about it. I was really good because I really wanted to go. You know, I mean, I grew up poor. I grew yeah. up poor. I never got to, you know, really got to go anywhere as a kid, you know? I mean, like, I got, went to Italy, which was a fucking amazing experience. You know, thank God I got to that. You know, and I went to Mexico and I attended a football camp in, in Louisiana, which was a good time. I got a meal at Mannings. But as far as, like, vacation, I didn't get to go on vacation. I don't want to do it in Vegas. Ah, now I was really bitter about not getting up to, uh, choosing not to go, which is, you know, getting me, I chose not to go because I choose to keep my job, right? And, um, I just remember just, like, sitting at home the whole time, and just remember the moment she left, I was like, I should have went. I should have went. But there was nothing I could do at that point but just sit and, and sulk in my, in my sadness, but I felt a real growing disconnect between me and a lot of people over that, that year. And things kind of started to get worse and get worse and get worse. And I'm- like you mean mentally? Mentally, yeah. Like I'm, I'm in my head a lot more and I'm just kind of like going through the motions every day. You know, just waking up, I go to work, I come home, I go to sleep, I wake up, I go, I'm just doing that over and over and over again. And I don't really have any real, I don't really purpose. I don't know what I'm doing this for. Yeah, you're going to scroll for five seconds, it's boring. Yeah, yeah, you know, and, and my relationship was starting to fall apart, and I could see it, I could see it, but I couldn't really, I couldn't do anything about it. I was just so exhausted, and I just kind of just like sat there and just kind of watched it happen, and then it came crumbling down at the end, and then completely broke down. It was just like, months and months and months of dealing with this, we got that, okay, now my girlfriend's cheating on me, okay, now we're not going to leave, we're going to try and stay and save this, and of course that's not going to work out, no. it doesn't work out, it never works out, it never works out if any of you are listening and your, your partner's cheating on you, it doesn't work out, you just got to leave. Don't me, you know, like I'm yeah. trying to, I'm trying to say it, but like, I don't know how. Like, I'm just so exhausted. I'm trying to figure out like what I'm even doing in life. Just trying to coasting. Shit completely hits the fan at the end of August last year, and I am. I mean, I just, I'm just yeah, but like I completely lost everything. I just my relationship is over. Um, I tried playing football that summer. It didn't work out because my hand hurt too much. Um, it's too soon. It was yeah. too soon to start playing again. Um, you know, like a lot of my job is kind of like questionable at this point. I'm not really enjoying it anymore as much as I used to. Um, you know, and I kind of think I have to say, like, fuck. Mm. And I spent about, it was about three or four days, the next three or four days, not sleeping. I went to the gym a few times, trying to just like work some stress out, yeah. went to the mountains. Um, I had a couple of days off there because I was Labor Day long weekend. And I remember, I remember going to work that, uh, that morning and uh, it was a, 
was September 4th, and I remember leaving the house, and I had my headphones on, and I never, never left the house with my headphones on unless I was going for like a walk or something. But like I was just, I drove to work with my headphones in, which is super dangerous. You shouldn't drive with your headphones in. Oh man, yeah. sorry, another, another story. Every time you bring up something, like I totally do that. Like my, I drive a, we have people here like go for you. I have a 05 Mustang, GT yeah. convertible. It's pretty nice. I'll do, I'll do some more to it. I damaged it a bit, but I used to have, never have, I never thought being an auxiliary where you like tune the radio station. So like for a year, I was just driving my headphones in just full blast. <laughs> so like, <laughs> never do that. No, and like I, I always ride my bike as a kid with my headphones in. Yeah. And that was always good. But I never understood until I actually started driving. And I drove one day with headphones yeah. and I was like, man, this is really dangerous. Yeah. Like I can't, I can't hear anything. And like I usually drive with the, People can't drive with the radio cranked anyways. Yeah. But it's just like, I can't, I can't actually hear anything. I just drove to work my headphones in, but then when I got to work, I just, I didn't really feel like taking them out, and I didn't, you know, I didn't want anyone talking to me, so okay, if I just headphones on, no one's going to talk to me, and I didn't want anyone looking at my eyes either, I was like, if anyone looks at my eyes, I am screwed, so I had my sunglasses on, and I work in a warehouse, so there's no need to have your sunglasses on inside the warehouse, but I had them on all morning. I spent the first four hours, spent probably about two hours in the bathroom. Not not like two hours consecutively, just like 10 minutes here, come out, okay, 10 minutes, 10 minutes here. And I wasn't going to the bathroom either. I needed a place to just like break down and just kind of like not be around people. Mm-hmm. And I remember at lunchtime, I just, I went to, uh, I had to go pick up from, uh, from the old place that I left there. And, uh, actually I'm like, I'm jumping off the fucking bridge. I'm jumping off the fucking bridge. And I'm just fucking doing it. I'm sick and tired of the, the life, the shitty life that I lived as a kid. And it just seems like I can never really plant my foot anywhere and go. And... So I got down, I remember I got downtown and I parked my truck and um, I love that thing. That that thing is my pride and joy. I bought that thing as kind of like a symbolism. Mm-hmm. Stupid reason to buy a really expensive vehicle, right? Because I it grew up in a pretty shitty neighborhood and everyone bullied me all the time because of it and the fact that my grandma raised me and all that shit. So as soon as I, I finished high school and I moved out of there, I bought this truck as like a, you know, the only people in Short Park that bought their own vehicle, because most people in Short Park, they, you know, their parents buy their vehicles because they're spoiled and they're rich like that. I wasn't like that. I worked for my shit. So I bought this expensive-ass truck. Stupid purchase. 18 years old. You know, who the fuck's going to drop 59k on a truck? This kid did. Yeah. <laughs> but it was a total symbolism thing. It was like, I fucking made it. But... When I was driving that day, it was just like, you didn't fucking make it. You didn't fucking make it at all. Because look where we're at right now. You didn't want to jump off the fucking bridge. You didn't fucking make it. You didn't fucking make it. And I parked and I said goodbye to that thing. And I was like, mm-hmm. thanks for the fucking memory. Nice knowing you. And I walked down, I walked down the street 
and there's this part that's before the bridge and um, wild. you're walking through there and like you know what you're going to do but none of the people in the park know mm-hmm. so you're just walking through and everyone's coming by doing whatever right no one knows that you know this person walking by is about to jump off that thing they don't know they don't know right even like the people you walk by on the sidewalk Nothing. I mean, I, I had a couple of tears, but like, no, one, no one's going to be like, hey, don't jump off the bridge, because that's really not the first thought that goes through people's minds when they see someone walking on a bridge. Mm-hmm. And I remember I'm walking again on the bridge, I'm looking up, and they got these, the government put up like these, these like suicide, anti-suicide fences. Yeah, that looks like, like, almost like, uh, it's like a concert. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah, it's not bar, it's wired. Yeah, it's like a same angle, it goes up and then it's like a slight incline, but it's not really, it doesn't even close it. Yeah, it's like a, it's like a concentration cap fence. Yeah. Almost. You know, just not bar wire. Like, it sounds like you put a ladder there. Yeah, it's, it's, it's kind of like a ladder, but it's inverted the other way. It's not, if I, if I will say this, um, it's a good thing that those things are there, but if I must say something, they're not tall enough. I'm, I'm a short guy. I'm five foot eight. I got up there no problem. <laughs> it didn't take very much time. I just reached my arms up and I grabbed the top one and I, I pulled myself up. But I, um, when I was pulling myself up, I went to swing my legs over and I had my left leg up. I thought I did. I thought I had it over the top one. And what I was going to do is just kind of like swing my right leg over and then momentum was going to take me over and that was going to be it. But I didn't have my left leg over. I had it over the, the second one from the top and not the one on the top. So when I swung my right leg over, my leg got twisted in the wire and now I'm fucking hanging there. And I'm just fucking stuck on top of the bridge. These two wires are now the only thing, you know, clamping around my calf that are holding, that are holding me together. So of course the cops get called and they're able to, to get me over to the the right the right side of the bridge mm-hmm. because we're getting to a point where it's like, hey, these wires aren't gonna let me go. Like I'm not just gonna slip out of here. And I'm losing my foot at this point. Like my foot is, is changing colors. It's I'm losing a lot of blood flow here. Yeah. And if I'm not gonna die, then at least I save my foot. So I don't wanna be without a foot. I'm already without a finger, I'm not gonna be without a foot. I get back over and I just, I just broke down. And um, I remember getting to the hospital. They took me to uh, the Royal downtown. And um, I knew what I was in for right away. You know, you know they're gonna call my family and whatnot. And, you know, and I, the, the, the two people who they called was kind of like, the two people that it's like, at that point in time, it's like you don't want really to see the most. Yeah. You know, like my grandma and my auntie was kind of like, you know, like you, you know they're going to be upset, but you don't see that. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I was upset as it is, and everyone was pretty upset, but the, yeah, it's, it's, it was um, wild times, really. I mean, I look back now, and it's just like that was rock bottom. Yeah. Like, if there's if there's ever a point where it's like, after everything that I'd ever been through, if there's if there's a rock bottom, 
that was rock bottom. And I really, I really didn't didn't handle things well. I didn't cope with things well, obviously. Um, now I always talk about you know you know people gotta be honest and whatnot. You know honesty, honesty, and it took me. I spent about a week, just like maybe in two weeks, just thinking back about things, what happened, where I was, going back to. I mean, you can say that my journey to the events on September 4th last year started when I broke my finger. That's when it started. That was kind of the, the first domino yeah. to fall, to set them all. And just thinking back and going back all the way back then and just kind of retracing kind of everything that happened. And it's just like, I gotta be honest with myself. That's the first, that's kind of the first step in kind of being more honest with people about them some things and that's just being honest with myself because starting back in November when everything was getting bad I was telling myself you're okay you're good you got this just keep trucking and it got to the point where it's like are you trying to convince everyone else that you're okay or are you trying to convince yourself that you're okay and I was just trying to convince myself that I was okay I wasn't okay I knew I wasn't okay but you know it's it's uh, something that you know you, you look back and it's like wow like really did that and you know like we're coming up to it now like it's we're I mean it's what's the fourteenth day fourteenth seventeenth yeah so I mean it's we're probably about two and a half weeks mm-hmm. and it's it's been it's the one year and as it's kind of creeping up I'm thinking about it a little more and it's weird because. Back in in February, when I was looking at places, I saw this one place online, and I was like, okay, like that place looks place looks like eerily familiar. So I made an appointment. It was a nice looking place mm-hmm. inside, so I was like, cool, you know, it's got got a good space, you know, high, got a good balcony. So, so I built an appointment to go look at it, and I'm driving there, and I'm like, I'm getting like a weird. A weird feeling as I'm getting close. And well, there's like nervous feeling again. Yeah, yeah. I was just looking around and I'm like, okay, yeah, yeah. And then I get there and I look up like, yeah, that's the building. And I park, park my truck, and I get up and I look behind me. And about 50 feet behind me from where I'm parked. That's where I parked on that day. That's where I parked my truck on that day before walking down to the bridge. So when I got up to the suite, and the suite's on the seventh floor. Now, I'm a seven guy. Seven's always been my number. Suite's on the seventh floor. I got my hands is in the seventh floor suite too. I get out in the, the balcony, it's fast. So I go on the balcony. And I look down, and it's just, you know, I can see where my truck's parked now, and I just look to the left a little bit, and that's where it was on that day. And I stood on the balcony for about two minutes, and I was just like, I have to buy this. Like, this is it. This is, if there's ever a telltale sign of everything comes around, Mm -hmm. that's literally it. That's literally it. It came back around to the exact point, and that's where I live now. 
happy, I might add. That's right. Happily live now. But um, yeah, wild times and just complete. And I just, I just lost it. You know, I really felt like I just, I lost, I lost everything. And I just, I wasn't getting any of it back. Mm-hmm. I don't want to say that. I'm glad you're okay now. I'm glad. Are you like since that time since you bought your place? How's life now? Life's good, honestly. I mean, like, um, and we, we kind of talked a bit before, right? The yeah. lockdown 2020, and you know, I kind of joked, and I was like, well, like, my 2020 was in 2019. Yeah, like, that's that's real. And 2019 was my 2020. Everything, the only bright spot that happened in, in 2019, I mean, 2019 for me was the Patriots winning the Super Bowl. Yeah. I sat, I cried, man. I sat there and I cried. I was like, yeah, I'm so happy right now. <laughs> oh, but everything else was just horrible. And like, from start to end, really, it just, but 2020's been great. You know, like, I'm, I got my own place and then, you know, like lockdown was like two days after and I'm just like, okay, well, this kind of sucks, but like, you have my own place now, and you know I haven't been able to to you know party it up and, and you know and yeah. relive that downtown lifestyle that I was looking for when I first moved downtown. But things happen, you know. Hopefully this this coronavirus is figured out sooner rather than later because I kind of want kind of want to go out. Yeah. But you know we gotta. Yeah, do our part first, but yeah, um, I never thought that I was like living downtown. Like this time last year, I'm like, oh, I can, I'm never gonna live downtown. Like, okay. And like, I don't like driving downtown. Like I know I mentioned that I used scooted over here. Right? Yeah. I, anytime like I'm in the downtown core, I'm not driving. I'm just gonna take a scooter. I yeah. hate driving downtown. The, the lanes are narrow, and no one ever too nearly knows how to drive anyways. And you basically follow like the LRT path over here. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you just follow the LRT path over here. But uh, I actually I love living downtown. Um, besides my vehicle getting broken into twice since I've been there, it's uh, it's been good times. Yeah. It's been good times. So. I'm just uh, I'm just looking forward to 2021 at this point. I'm kind of 2020's been a good year for me, but I'm kind of done with 2020. Yeah. Kind of ready to move on to 2021. Yeah, same here, man. Yeah, I'm just I'm happy you're okay too, and I apologize for not reaching out. Yeah. I think yeah. I might have afterwards, but you did. Yeah, there was there was um, I kind of um, when I was in the hospital there that night, I kind of just like. Things I didn't really say everything, yeah. um, but I, I think I said enough. Um, my uh, I had a few things going through my inbox. My cell phone was kind of going off throughout the night. Um, I mean, you know, things happen, mm-hmm. but um, yeah, man, I've been I've been personally some rough places. Like I can't speak for the experiences you have because I never broke. I mean, the only major drive was a partial torn repeater cuff, and I got that fixed before this season. So, like, I never, but like, I've been to places, and I think that, like, from the outside, people's problems seem to be small, but to that person, no matter how big or small, the problems can be very big. And there's a couple of times where I thought about killing myself, so like, not like planning and not doing, but like, what happens if I just kill myself? Yeah. But, and yeah, and for me, um, yeah, I have a hard, talk, talk, hard time talking about my problems. Uh, the reason being, um, 
Kind of say maybe some system fine. I don't want to be a downer. I want to. I like the person who likes to help people. So not that I like yeah. helped. Yeah. But also, um, I grew up really well. So some people might hate me for this, probably, but whatever. Um, yeah, like uh, my parents weren't rich by any means. And afterwards, like probably when I got to like grade nine, high school. I think my father did really well in business. He hit uh, the time just right for townhomes and apartments, and he had a big company. But like for me, I never had to work a job and until I was in university. My parents like, hey, we're gonna pay I played all the sports I wanted. Never had to get a job. So like for me, life was life was good. Good and dandy. Yeah. Good and dandy, and you know, I don't think I, didn't, I don't think I acted like a rich kid. I don't think I was like a cocky or anything. People, I hung out with everyone. I was went to Northside Edmonton School. So and but yeah and. Like some ways it was great, but then other things, you know, not saying what changed like anything about my childhood, you know, because like I got to focus on just having fun and being yeah, kid and yeah. But it kind of almost made me like soft as baby poo in a way because <laughs> I got to the real world and like like it's kind of darker. I was a bit coddled. A lot yeah. of my childhood was coddled, and then I almost have to like find my drive, find my work ethic because mm-hmm. I, I didn't have that as I was growing up. So um, and so in that way, like when I have problems, I'm like. Why, like, why is someone here for my problem? Like, yeah. I grew up nice, have a great life, like, yeah. be way worse. So, like, I tend to live as well. And, and yeah, so I've been slowly, I have a guy, he was my second guest. And that second guest was, yeah, Nelson. Nelson yeah. He was a mentor. I met through a friend at the financial brokerage, and he said he mentors people for free. So, basically, I had a free guy to talk to. And we did, like, once a month check in to talk about my week, things that are troubling me. And he would just, we would just chat for a couple hours. and. They yell quite a bit, so that's good. That's good. So, yeah, I, listen, I listen to that. So yeah, that's yeah, but yeah, if you want his number, watch out. Then I think you'd be more willing to so get one's number. Yeah, I think maybe after show, I'll take that. Yeah, awesome. And yeah, but so now you're in a good place. Everything's good. Yeah, good. I'm in, I'm in a good place now. You know, um, I'm just kind of waiting for waiting for things to kind of cool off here. So do I do good? I start a bunch of stupid rules right now, and I kind of just said f you and. So I'm looking for a different generation. I'm going to evolve. I want to evolve because he's uh did you ever go to the work with Jeremy back in okay, no, no. Uh, so what about I can put a ball on one it's on one twenty fourth and hundred and third F. Okay, yeah. So quite close to where you're at. Yeah. Um but it's uh basically it's like I would say it's like everyone's gym. Like good life out I, I think good life is for well I think it's good life for everyone as well. Yeah. Right now, um almost have a stigma but between I guess people I won't say trying hard but like you can't like slap your weights if you get in trouble for slapping your weights oh, you, 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 can't, you can't use chalk I understand but like so like I guess it depends what your goals are of course but um Devolve is it's not 24-7 I don't think Delight is 24-7 right now um, they're never they're, they're actually 24-7 if you're like 24-7 you're going to there Two in the morning, and we're closed. What do we need closed? The sign says 24 hours. Yeah. But yeah, anyways, Evolve, um, I had just switched there a couple weeks ago, and I like because they have artificial turf, so you can split holes oh, in the okay. Um, Probably twice or three times the size of Good Life's. Um, a whole bunch of squat racks, a bunch of bench um, places, and they have Olympic weights, so you can do like cleans and poles, you can do um, deadlifts, there's a strongman area, so there's a big stone, there's a crossfit area. Oh, crossfit. Yeah. <laughs> and and um, they sell chalk there. Um, you can probably wear you can probably wear shirtless, and people don't care. And 
And there's no time restriction, so you can go. Oh, cool. Opens. That's one of the things that I like yeah. about real life right now. Is that's why it's one hour. I'm like, yeah. only one hour. And, and plus, two. and it's it's separate, but plus they have physio, um, acupuncture, massage therapy there as well. Oh, that's sweet. So you can go talk to you after you work, like, talk to someone there, or you can book an appointment, and then yeah. they kind of know, like, oh, you're working out this, so they kind of know what you're doing. So, so it's like a great place. So, it's good shit. All right. yeah. so you know, involves strength is a stuff. Um, downtown in North location, Edmonton. But yeah, I love it. Like, I think mostly, like, obviously, you're been there when you go to the gym. But, and of course, having good strong men there, people do like deadlifts for three hours and stuff like that. Like, it's pretty intimidating. But it's one of the most welcoming places to because people are there to work and mm-hmm. they all have a goal and no one cares what you're doing. And yeah, it's just a great place. So, I'll definitely recommend it. Cool. So, I like it's like Planet Fitness or something like that. Yeah. Let's juice monkeys rolling around. I like, slam weight. Now, maybe some people are on stuff. I think there's there's tons of people on stuff. Oh, I don't care. Okay. Okay. Yeah, it's funny. The over uh, over exaggerated ones. Oh, one of the only with like 40 plates on the leg press and be like a quarter rep. Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah, you're so tough, dude. Yeah, but yeah, it's uh, yeah, so that's that's where I'm at right now. Planning to uh, for me personally, I'm doing doing bio 30 because I'm picking high school. And, I become a firefighter. Nice. The next nice. Year, so for you. Keep keeps me fit, so I can get to help people and yeah. get a good amount of time off. So you can sleep by night shifts depending on what's happening. Depends on the end. Yeah. Play cards or sleep or whatever. Right? So yeah, but that's what we're doing. Let's put the burrow right now. We're at an hour and a half. Just oh, wow. like that. Wow. Yeah. Time flies. <laughs> yeah. Holy crap. Yeah, man. Is there anything anything else you want to talk about? Do we have anything really? Yeah. Huh? I mean, so you got you got any questions? Yeah, I mean, you can ask me. You can ask me anything you want. Let's see here. You got me here. We got a couple questions. Uh, uh, for it. Shoot. One. Um, we would be like a guest again. We have video. Absolutely. Yes. Awesome. Yeah. So I'm hoping that uh, you know be about be about a year. You yeah. know, if you know, I want to play. Hopefully, I'm hoping that next time I'm on here, I got a fancy piece of hardware. Yeah with my name on it, my number, and it says National Fucking Champion. Yeah. That's what I want. So hopefully, hopefully when, uh, when you get that all, when you get that all good, yeah. I got that piece of hardware, I'll be able to come on and show that off. For sure. That's what I'm hoping for. Well, maybe, for sure. just to pop to my head, maybe, maybe you, maybe a couple other guys, if any, uh, maybe we just- uh, uh, Stallions podcast. Just kind of uh, almost do like, uh, we can have a couple of drinks, maybe um, smoke some greens if that, or greens. smoke whatever, and- yes. uh, we can do a podcast while watching some NFL games. Yeah, that'd be while good. Watching football and yeah. all get together and show. So I think we should definitely do that. So yeah, and we have a question. Not really a question, but I think yeah, I think definitely when travel restrictions are open and things are, I guess I'm not sure if there be been normal before. I'm not sure. I don't know. I, um, but I think you and I should definitely hit up a uh, Boston Patriots game. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Definitely. So, definitely. There's some good food there, but man, yeah, Jordan, it's been. An hour and a half, and man, it's a great catch up with you. Glad you can make it. Oh, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Appreciate it, really. Yeah. Thanks, everyone, for listening. Thank you.